Oh, yeah, you got to have two speeches made. The acceptance speech and the concession speech. Welcome to Dads Being Dads That Are Still Alive. It's episode 380 with your hosts. He's Randy. I'm Jason. That's his name. Um, it's been a little bit, a couple weeks. We had a ski trip. I, of course, hurt myself again, as I do, on the company ski trip. Work ski uh, trip. To be yeah, company ski, ski trip. trip. We had, um, well, you know, we had running joke about who was going to hurt themselves. <laughs> it was you. Yeah, well, so I escaped. Yeah, I um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, a rib injury, and it, it hurt a lot. But um, well, we were sent, we were sending it. Oh, we sending got it pretty a mail. Hard. No Did way, some real one keeped up. Yeah, um, sweet. I'm gonna read the mail in a second when we get there. I uh, yeah, right away. Thank right. what? You want to read it right now? We'll get right into it. No, no. Oh, no. you got something? You like being the mail. I think, I think as an explanation of, you know, why we haven't been recording or editing, for that matter, because we're way behind. Yeah. It, as is the topic of the show, as our kids are, are growing, and these are our, our children that we speak of in our family life, uh, this transition into the, the, the teenage years is as cliche as it may sound and as people may tell you. It's, it's, uh, it's a bumpy ride, and it comes hard, it comes at you fast. Comes at you pretty swift. <sighs> yeah. So, boy, I mean, today, uh, I think your my headphones are real loud or something because I can hear myself. I'll turn them down. back. Anyway, today I uh, I was explaining some situations to a coworker about, let's say, the pickles we find ourselves in with our <laughs> with our older. Oh, with our older offspring. Yeah, they can. Um... Where you. You know, you want to do something and then they resist it and you want, you know, you want to kind of set up a situation and you'd be a little bit too authoritarian and it all backfires. Right. And he was, no, that's not the way it's going to work in my household. I am going to lay down the law. This is how it's going to be. You're under my roof. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me either who it was or describe the person so that I can figure out. (laughs) Yeah. Tell me some big, tell me Uh, some. No, I don't really care who it is. Like, that's not important. But are they, do they have kids? Yeah. Younger. Oh, kids. they have kids already. And they're still saying yeah. they're going to lay the law down? Well, they're younger kids. So he doesn't know. Okay. 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 He's, he, he's, he gave young, examples like, of how he already laid down the law. So when his kid, when his infant. younger kid was on the potty, let's see, this oh, was yeah. his example. He's my younger kid was on the potty and he started talking back to me. And I said, I said, hey, that's not very nice. You know, I don't really need to be here. You can handle this situation on your own. And I kind of threatened to walk away. And he realized right away that he was going to have to wipe his own butt. And that situation was beyond tenable for him. So he, you know, called me back and told me he needed my help. And I'm like, (laughs) guess what? He's going to learn to wipe his own butt. And then he's not going to need you anymore. Oh, oh, that's what you said to him. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that's not a long-term ant solution. (laughs) That, that, no, that's a pretty <laughs> short term. He's like, this, it's not the way it's going to be. Not in my house. Okay, you're well. under my roof. You follow my rules. You know, you get. I give you a phone. It's it's like a gift. I mean, it's not a gift, but okay. Were they Eastern? I'll take European? it back anytime I want. No, no, oh, it was American guy. We have a White lot of male, no that, good. A lot of lot of uh, Lithuanian people that work at our office. So mm-hmm. I was wondering if it was one of them. 
No, I think it was just your standard uh, naive preteen parent. But the pro- the problem with the situation is that it comes on so fast. And uh, now, you know, it's it's now, uh, as a for example, it's nine o'clock. And I think what I've, the decision I've come to here is that I know, I know for a fact, the teenagers want their own time and space. Yes. Right. They don't want you telling them when to go to bed, what to do, how to operate, brush your teeth, brush your hair, do this. We've already told them. They've already heard it. Yeah. I mean, you will have to tell them. Yeah. And there's no there's no point where you are. You'll never be thanked for it. Hey, it's so nice of you to buy me all that deodorant <laughs> and stuff because now I don't. I'm not I the know. stinky kid. I know. But eventually, um, you have to stop. Like you have to stop being. Like, you must go to bed now because you need to wake up for school. And so I find myself this evening, for example, he's he's in his room on the phone with somebody. When I say phone, I think of myself as a kid, but he's really on a FaceTime call on the computer. Yeah, with a bunch of kids. I don't know who. They're probably playing video games or something. And and I'm not I'm not gonna. I think I've decided that after 8 p.m., maybe after 7:30, maybe after 7, I'm just not going to speak to him. <laughs> really? Not out of not out of spite, right? Just out of like, out of um, respect for his 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 arena. Do you hear the cat? I'm surprised you haven't yelled at me yet about the cat. Yeah, we we can hear the cat. Yes. Okay, good. Because this cat is needy cat. and it needs. Like occasionally, and he's like, "Okay, I need all of the pets right now. So pet me for, and I'm gonna purr loud, and but I'm not gonna leave. Right. I'm gonna walk around in circles under your feet unless you do this. So I'm trying to get this over with, and then then she'll get annoyed with me and she'll run away. <laughs> trying to get the petting. Yes, yeah, she needs. Away. Yes. So yes. So um, that's what happens. I mean, not that long ago, several months ago, I tried to reignite the. The joy of reading to your children, mm-hmm. and, and it failed. It failed miserably. Right? I was reading. I, I got uh, that the follow the sequel to The Martian, whatever that book is called. The There's one a sequel? with the guy. Yeah, it's not really a sequel. It's not the same. It's like the same author, same sort of series, but it's not like what happens next. You know? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Didn't I tell you about that book? The one with the one the uh, Hail Mary. Yeah, Hail Mary, yeah. Hail Mary, yeah. Very very interesting. Very well done. Andy yeah. Weir. Hail Mary, good book. I like that one. Um a bit you know Did you get through a it? A bit far fetched at times. Oh yeah, I read it on well, well, that was kids. My... I read it on my I read it on my own. Yeah. But that's and then why I, was... I tried to read it to the kids. Oh. Were yeah. the kids not having it? No, they well, it it invaded <laughs> their their time and their space is the problem. Oh, right? oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I would kind of I I sit on a beanbag in the hallway and read while they were in their respective rooms with the doors open because <laughs> they can't be bothered. You know, my yeah. daughter's doing art projects, and of course, I come to find out my son's in his room with like headphones his on, AirPods in his ears, yeah. doing okay. something else. Yeah. I, I, okay. This is so I could get angry and be like, "Take those out. You listen to me." But that kind of defeats the purpose of yeah the whole exercise. So as it really turns out. The what you're supposed to do when that time comes, you don't really know when it's going to come. It's going to come sometime between 12 and 15, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to 
you have to stay out of their lives. It's it's a difficult transition, I think, for everyone. I don't even think they know they're doing it. I think all of a sudden their their peers become far more important than you. Uh, their the opinions of their peers, which are also forever changing and very fickle, mm-hmm. right? These kids, they don't. You could say they don't know anything. That's that's a bit too terse. Right? It's a bit too judgmental. They are developing and they want to do it in their own little developing world. But they still need you to make sure all the T's are dotted and I's are crossed and everything in the background without them seeing you. It's it's very symptomatic of, I should say, it presents very well in that cliche of when you Say you pick up your kid from school, and I, I'm using a motor coach reference, and I hate oh it yeah, nice. happen all the time. You really are broken. Then if you have right? to, when the kids when they're getting dropped, when they're getting Ubered around by their parents, which is mistake number one, they demand to be Ubered places, but they want you to drop them off up the street, right? They want you to. Can you just stop here, and I'll get out and walk a half a block? <laughs> because if my friends were to see you, my life would be over. They can't know that you exist. It's that kind of situation. Mm. I'm not saying that he thinks that I shouldn't, you know, his friends shouldn't think I exist kind of thing. That's maybe, <laughs> maybe that's the case, but it's, it, I think it manifests. That's the word I was looking for in that, that experience is, is how it feels. I, I'm, I don't know where my kids are around, so I don't have to go too far with that. But even with the, my daughter, I did, we drove to their indoor soccer game. And I took one of her teammates, who she's good friends with, and her, we carpooled, and her mother came. And her mother looked in the back seat, and she says, why aren't you? She's French-Canadian, so I might do a funny accent. <laughs> why aren't you two talking? Oh, shit. <laughs> because they weren't saying anything. They were sitting in the back in silence. Were they, like, the staring ride. on their phones? or No, they don't have phones. And they they weren't talking because we were in the car. Okay. Literally, the, the oh, instant they got they out of the car— the, like... You'd hear because the because the adults were in the car, and this is it's unusual for the eleven year olds eleven twelve when we got there, they got out of the car, they walked around back, and they got in this funny little huddle and started conspiring, you know just whispering and conspiring, and tons of words were I'm like, are you kidding like you did, none of that came out when you're in the car because uh, it's just it's depressing so you need you need a limo yeah. with one of those dividers that goes up because they don't you you're not allowed to be a part of their life um yeah i don't know what to say i don't like i'm speechless it's uh i feel like a teenager (laughs) in front of a parent (laughs) it's it's hard man as a parent it's hard um yeah i just i don't know what to say i will i'll yeah you have to you have to adapt to it fairly quickly. Adapt, yeah. And of course, in the back of my mind, in the front of my mind, maybe sometimes out loud, hopefully not in their presence, you know, you move on to the next kid. All right. <laughs> I'll pay more attention to this one. Uh and I very much today I was hanging out with my daughter. Like we, we were taking the bikes out because we got a ride to soccer practice on Thursday, it begins. And I say, try out your bike today. She tries it out. The handlebars are a little too low. I'm like, okay, no big deal. I got a whole bike shop going on, right? 
So I brought it around the side. I said, can you come help me? She says, sure. I handed her the tools. I said, you got to take, just take this piece off and replace it with this piece. I have a, I have a bin full of bike stems, as you can imagine, of different lengths and angles and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I, so I had a new, gave her a new stem. I said, here you go. Here's this. Here's the tools. Here's a torque wrench. I'll explain how to use that and everything. And she's like, great. And the first thing she does, she runs inside. I didn't even say anything. I was just going to see how it went. Because how do you think it would go with a kid taking unscrewing bolts from a bike outside in in the grass? Oh, he's going to lose a bolt immediately. He's going to lose bolts immediately, right? What was the first thing she did before she even started? Got a container for the bolts? She ran inside and got a bowl uh, before she even picked up the I'll never get it right. Before she even- Got one right. It was bananas. I'm like, you are the most wonderful child I've ever had. The, definitely my favorite. <laughs> like, there's no Jeez. no question wow. about it. <laughs> That's in the front of my mind, right? That's The words almost came out, but they didn't. They didn't come out. They did it on the show. Hopefully they don't listen. <laughs> It was amazing. It's just like that's that's amazing. I couldn't get over it. You got a you got a bowl for the bolts, <laughs> and then she just very methodically undid all the bolts, put them in the bowl. You know, moved the stem, figured it out, put the new stem on. I explained what Newton meters was and showed her how to set the torque wrench. Wait a minute. You don't really need to use I was a torque say, wrench. You use a torque wrench like you. Just because it's fun and I have it and. It says it on the side of the stem. It usually it has. They usually have the ratings for what to torque the screws to, yeah. the bolts. There's six newton meters, and they were all six newton meters for some reason. So they were all the same. <laughs> I explained her what newton meters were and how the wrench clicks and stuff, and she went through and did everything. And good as new. So you can't have that bike now. She's still using it. Cool. <laughs> Cool. Oh, oh, her. yeah, right. I was supposed to have that. But I was supposed to have that. Uh, that was supposed to come to me. Again. <laughs> I was going to get her a new one, and she didn't really care for a new one. So that one's that's okay. Fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that's fine. Uh, my son today. It's funny. Similar story. He was like, "Hey, uh, that bike that you have, like, um, in the attic." I'm like, Whoa. "What do you mean? The one that like I got hit by a." truck on that one and he's like yeah i'm like okay what about it? he's yeah, like yeah, uh can i take it I down and use it? it i'm like why would you want to okay um okay what <laughs> you're trying do you have no concern for my post-traumatic stress right. and i the bike it was fine like anyway so he, he took it down and he started he was like trying to get it he wants to go for a uh road ride i'm like well do you have a friend you could borrow like a road bike from he's like i don't want a road bike i'm like all right he's like i want a mountain bike but i'm like okay but all right you know just perfect like completely on brand teenage stuff like nothing makes sense i want a mountain bike that i want to ride on the road because i have like road tires on that mountain bike and he's like that's what he wants I'm yeah like, okay this is but it doesn't work right like it doesn't shift right it's and then it was hit by a car well, i'm with him road road bikes are total garbage. yeah i know um well i don't it depends on what you're doing it for like why are they total garbage no they're complete garbage we are country full of morons i I won't say this any other way we've been sold this ridiculous idea that 
So, I mean, literally, and I'm going to be harsh on this one, right? You're, you're 80 pounds overweight. You don't need to put on spandex and hunch over some curly bars on the weekend. That makes no sense. Okay. <laughs> Sit upright on a comfortable bike and pedal around for a while. You'll be fine. Like every other country in the world, they want to ride a bike somewhere. They're sitting upright. They're comfortable. They're wearing regular clothes. So we have this weird, weird, weird obsession with like, you're riding on the road. You got to look like a moron and be <laughs> super uncomfortable. Okay, but it's on that mountain bike. You think that mountain bike's a good uh, middle ground? It's it, it's his only option because you don't have like a Dutch bike where he could sit upright. Well, he outside. has his mountain bike, but it's got like almost fat tires on. It's it. got nubby tires yeah. on it. He mountain bikes on it, but I'm saying he doesn't. This is. <laughs> So this is all right. What, okay, then here let, a built system. Yeah, let's go. You go to the store. You want to buy a bike to ride to school yeah. on. The people at the bike shop are going to say, "Well, how are you getting there on the roads? You need a road bike." And like, no, even the bike stores will sell you this nonsense. Okay, it, it's it's absurd. So okay, like then it. describe for me and for our listeners. Yeah, what We've done this? But I'll do it again. I I, I mean, is it a mountain bike with? Uh, wide road tires on it. I mean, I know a little bit about like I don't I don't know what the right the right approach is here. So it's all about. Uh, I mean, you could take your mountain bike and turn it into a very comfortable commuter for him. It's all about uh, your your positioning, right? Yeah. So you could change almost any bike to be comfortable by raising the handlebars. Raising the handlebars. Okay. Yeah. By bringing the stem way up high, by getting some big, like a BMX bike, mm-hmm. okay, but a scaled up BMX bike. Yep. So you want to get a, you want to see a picture of it? Just Google Dutch bikes, and you'll see how Dutch, people okay. are sitting upright. Their backs are straight. Now I use this on their, hand, on their hands. Dolly, their hands are relaxed. On... <laughs> what I said? Do I use this on Dolly or on just regular Google? Yeah, you could. So all these Dutch bikes yeah. look awful. <laughs> no, they're great. The handlebars they, are all they swept look, back. Uh, they look yeah. unusual <laughs> because you're used to the system that we've created. Yeah. That's the whole point. Right. But you've never ridden one. They're amazing. Now, I will say, like, my my newer mountain bike, which is, like, three years old, I guess, four years old maybe now. Anyways, it's much more modern. The handlebars are way wider, and it's way more upright, and it's way more enjoyable to ride. <laughs> Like everything you're saying. Yeah. So yes. So you can you can take almost any bike and you can be like, I hate this bike. And you can buy a set of handlebars that are just swept back. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be too dramatic. And you you'll flip 180. You'll be like, I love this bike. Mm. Get some bars that come up higher and they sweep back and you end up sitting more comfortably. It's amazing and it's cheap. So actually I have a I have a Dutch bike that looks like the search results for Dutch bike. I don't it's not actually That's like your orange one that one. you ride the, the, the No, no, no. Highlights? I bought Well, that one's very that one's very similar. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh I bought a I like a real Dutch bike for my niece before she Oh, I remember we talked about that. Yeah. She doesn't take it to college. Oh. <laughs> got denied. Well, amazingly, hey, I'm glad to, very yeah. I I Ironically, I don't know. Like she's she's at a very bikeable school. Yep. She is in a like environmental studies program. She only buys recycled everything. Like she won't buy new anything. She won't buy new clothes or okay. anything. So very hippie, crunchy, earthy everything. Yeah. Except for this. But I think you know, I think she just kind of walks around campus and stuff. 
Yeah, I remember. I, hey, I'm just glad to hear that it's not like rotting in the rain somewhere. It is. Oh, I thought you said it was. You had it. No, no, my brother has it at his oh. house, rotting in the rain. Oh, yeah. sorry to hear that. <laughs> it's it's like on their porch or something, oh. but the rain gets through the screen because I yeah I, I went. It, what was funny was I went over there for some party one day, and I saw the bike on the porch. And what do you think my reaction was? Oh, you make me guess. I got one right now. There's no way I'm gonna know yeah. what your reaction was. Yeah, sadness. Well, you could go one of two ways. Well, you could think it's sadness, but really it was excitement because I didn't recognize whose bike it was. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that thing's amazing!" I saw oh. the bike and I freaked out. I'm like, "That's such an awesome bike! Like, whose is it?" And you're like, "This is odd. Where'd you get this?" <laughs> That's funny. I didn't, I didn't realize that was the one I got for my niece. <laughs> I was like, oh, right. Oh, yeah. Now, then what happened? That well, was your reaction. Yeah, I'm like, well, you know, it'll it'll be here for when she wants yeah. it, eventually. Or, I don't know. So, I don't know how that's going to go. Yeah. But the, the, like, road bike is so much faster. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Well, you say that, but. No, you don't want that, though. You want you want your kid? No. But my son, like, don't he even... wants to go for a ride, like a mountain bike ride, like a bike ride. Although I'm starting to think, I originally thought that's what the request was for. Like he wanted to go for a 30 mile road ride, but I think he just wants to tool around. But he think his, he's got like a, you know what his mountain bike is, right? It's, it's, it's a big, heavy plus, plus, uh, what do they call it? Plus size tire, not yeah. fat tire, but like, and then like three inch tires. Yeah. And- they are, yeah. I think they're three and a half. And then the guy, and then it's the other guy doesn't. So it's like a lot of work to keep up with them. Right. And the other guy's just a regular mountain bike. So. Right. Yeah. So getting to the root of their logic is also, hard. yeah. You know, why do you want this? They don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Or they can't articulate. We kind of call them like a cruiser bikes, right? Well, in again, this is a, this is, no, we don't. We would call them beach cruisers because we're not beach cruisers. But a beach I didn't cruiser. say beach cruiser. I said cruiser. Oh. I found a cheap retro three-speed cruiser bike, and it looks just like these Dutch bikes. No, it's a piece of garbage. Um, yeah, but it's, it's a Schwinn. What do you want? <laughs> cheap retro. hundred bucks. <laughs> I like how they call it retro because we wouldn't dare make a bike like that <laughs> today. Yeah. It's just so ridiculous. All right, all right. And I'm, now I'm shopping for bicycles. Okay. Last week it was guitars. Mm, it's the best. I did buy a new bis- bicycle this week. <laughs> it's not a Dutch bike. I bought myself a mountain bike. Mm. Spending spree for those who. Uh, That's okay. That's okay. Want to want to keep up? I um bought lines lawn signs. So uh, there. Oh, for your campaign. Yeah. When when does that uh, come to an end? Uh, three weeks from We're beginning. Three weeks from today. Uh, so April twenty fifth. I don't think we'll record April twenty fifth. I don't know if I'll be like have some connection where I'll be getting live updates, or if it's just like they will email me on Wednesday morning and be like, "You won or lost, or what?" I mean, I don't know when the results come out. I think they come out that night, but I don't know if I'll, I'll like. You don't know when the results come out. I don't know if I'll know first, right? Should I throw a big party like a? Oh yeah, you gotta have two speeches made. Yeah, <laughs> the acceptance speech and the concession speech. So I'll tell you this: now I have gone to like three sort of meet and greet events, and I have like three more on the um horizon. 
the local mm-hmm. politics and all this stuff, it's wild. Um, and running for office, I've never run for public office or any sort of like never ran for like student president or anything, right? Not never run. And the politicking is just amazing. Uh, I've talked to different people from all aspects of small, small government, finance committee, school committee, select board, select yeah. board, old select board, new select board, um, school committee, teachers, like all these different people. And, um, once you get them going, they'll all start really talking. And, and then you're just like, what? God, what is going on? And how can any of this be? And then I've had people call me the next morning and be like, uh, about all those things I said over beers last night, like, some of that stuff is conjecture and uh, you probably shouldn't repeat any of it. I'm like, dude, don't worry. Like I've got it. I locked it down. I like not going to repeat anything. It's, it's, it's been funny. It's been funny stuff. <laughs> some of that stuff. I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, it's a weird world for sure. I mean, you make fun of a lot of it. Oh, I hate it. No, no yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'll own that. Like I can't stand it. I'm, well, I think I hate it. I mean, I absolutely hate it yeah. too, but it's one of these, uh, necessary. Yeah evil type situations yeah. i mean I, again i think the whole well we get into this cycle of saying you know this is so gross none of this should happen yeah. the system should just be like right. this and then what we end up doing is coming up with a solution yeah. right we go it should just go like this everyone gets the same financing and then we have our own dumb little idea of how to eliminate all of the politicking which just turns into more politicking yeah. Like, oh, yeah. How do you push that idea of how to make it more equitable? Because you're essentially pushing your idea onto the system, and the system's like, no, you know, (laughs) like in order to do that, you're going to need to get support. And you're like, what do you mean? I don't need support. It's the best idea ever. Like, (laughs) everyone should just support it. Like, that's. And then you realize you're part of the problem. Well, so here's like, here's an example, right? I've talked to people. That aren't even in my na- like even in my town, that have offered to come hold a sign for me in town on like a le- like the weekend before. I've had people offer me a lot of money. Like, not like I don't know. Uh, let me say that. Let me, let me rephrase this. I've had a lot of people offer me money. Um, I don't not saying yeah. a lot. Like they've offered a lot large sums of money, but a lot of people have offered me money. And I made I made it like when I decided to run. I said. I, because there's a lot of stuff that I hate, like how much money goes involved with all this stuff. Like already you drive around my town. There is signs for one can, one candidate has like signs everywhere. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is so dumb. Like you, I'm like, well, I know where she lives because there's a sign, like all these signs leading up to her house and then leading away from her house. Yeah. She's got three freaking signs <laughs> in her own yard. And I'm like, what the heck? Why would you do this? So, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand it. Um, and like that's for the select board and like three candidates and the other two candidates don't have signs. And then we kind of talked like some of us, the school, the select, the school board candidates. And we we're like, I'm not putting a lot of money into this. I'm not going to get, I'm, I might get signs, but it's going to be a small amount. And then, and now, uh, and like, I'm definitely not select, take, I'm not definitely not taking money. Well, I don't know if the, th- there was three candidates that had this agreement. One of them is now taking money and is getting signs. And she said, I'm never, I was not going to get signs. I said, I'm going to get 10 to 15, maybe 20 just for the posterity. Like just to say like, Oh, here's a sign. It's, uh-huh. it's like a, you know, memorabilia from, in your from when I ran yeah. for the office at the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but I'm not taking money and I refuse to. I'm like, I'm not. I'm, I morally object. I find this objectionable. Like 
to take money to run for a school committee. Um, no. And, and people are like, no, 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 I'll just buy, I'll give you a couple hundred bucks just for signs. I'm like, just for I said, science. no, yeah. donate to something else. Like, I, and I actually gave like a local charity and then the group that I go to Haiti with, like that orphanage that I go to Haiti. I'm like, sure. And I put that on my website. I'm like, you're going to come, came here to give me money, give it to Haiti or give it to the local, like there's a home goods recycling group here that helps people like for, yeah. yeah they rejected my cat. <laughs> I'm do that story. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, <laughs> We told uh, that story. I brought my couch to them. Like, yeah. hey, listen, we got new couches. I can't. It's going to be great. You're going to give this to a great home. We can't take that. It's garbage. What? <laughs> to just we won't accept it. Like, what do you mean you won't accept it? Yeah. You won't take the couch that we've been using for the last like eight years. <laughs> That's a riot. And give yeah. it to a family in need whose home just burnt down they don't need or they're in poverty. No, <laughs> it's not good enough. Yeah, like they don't need a bad thing. Like, are you saying we were the ones living in poverty? Like. I am deeply offended here. Oh, yeah. Seriously, they they rejected our goods. Household Goods Recycling Ministry. Um, well, that's not their name anymore. But uh, what is it called now? They took the ministry they took off the it? ministry off it, and I, th- I think they ch- for a while they switched it to Massachusetts. Um, okay. Household ha- Goods they, Recycling yeah, of Massachusetts. They, they changed it to Massachusetts. They wanted to take ministry out of it for because it's still HG. Which I was yeah, like, yeah, that's weak. That. And now it's just Household Goods Ex- Incorporated. That's the name of the organization. <laughs> Anyways, but I was like, I don't, not taking money. And then the other people were like, yeah, me either. Yeah, I'm not doing signs. I'm like, I'm going to do a handful of signs. And then like, I'm not going to like blanket the town. And now they're both like doing signs and they're taking money and donations. And I'm just like, listen, if I don't win because I didn't raise enough money to buy it, like it feels so gross to me. And you're absolutely right. Like all this stuff that I hate, like all this small talk and like going to diff- different things and getting up and promoting myself i'm not good at like i'm not like hey yeah so i was a coach and i love this and it made me this person that yeah, i'm gonna now talk to you and how awesome i am and all the things that i've accomplished and but i can't do it i can't be like brag about myself so if i win i win if i don't i don't well you're right yeah. but this is why politicians have to have two sides and as much as you dislike what one of our senators <laughs> does this is that's one of the sides, right? You have to campaign to get elected and then so that you can do the things that you think need to be done, Yeah, right? If you think that your agenda is the right agenda for yeah. the school committee, your your platform mm-hmm. is the right thing the school needs, the kids need, et cetera, or, or, or not necessarily you're going in there with all your perfect ideas because that's maybe the wrong thing. Yeah. People won't vote for you if you go in with I already have a hard line on every idea. Actually, that's they might vote for you for that. It depends on your audience. They, they only want to know if you have a hard line. But if you go in with, uh, I, I have a lot of time to spend on this, mm. you know, and I, I'm going to dedicate tons of time to it because it's going to be a lot of time, right? I'm going to sit and listen and deliberate. And I have all these resources to research these things and blah, blah, blah. Right. I have experience, whatever. Then... You go, I, I think I actually can do a better job than some of these other people. So, therefore, I have to win votes yeah. in order to help the town. So, I have to do stuff that I hate to trick people into letting me do the – like, they're not even voting for the stuff that you think you should be doing. <laughs> That's the weird part, right? You're do- <laughs> You can't campaign. If they were all being honest, like, the best campaign should be, hey – um, I had kids, 
They went through the school system. They're in college now. I have a lot of time on my hands. Yeah. Right? I have a lot of experience, and I'm really interested in the future of education and what the next generation of kids are going to go through. And I think I have some good ideas, and I have a ton of time to help. Like, it's like all about time, right? But no, that's not what people do. They go the when we when we evaluate our, our last uh, election, whatever. Every single candidate started with "my child," like it was oh, all about yeah, them. I hate that. The first words out of their mouth were, "My kids yeah. have these needs, and the school didn't fit them exactly as I imagined. Therefore, I want to be on the school committee to demand all the things that I want." Like, it's, no, I'm not voting for you. It's not good. I want the candidate that says, I have a crap load of extra time on my hands. So, and I have these general ideas that I think are good. This is what I've heard from. Like, that's when, when you have all that time, that's when you go do the select board because that's like a full time job. Yeah. Um, you're right though. And a lot of this stuff. And, and I was like, I'm not doing that. And I've, I've wondered, people have said, Oh, you can't, people have told me you need to get a professional picture taken. You need to get a, like a portrait. Oh, sure. taken. I'll do that. I'm like, I'm yeah. not getting a freaking portrait. <laughs> like I'm not going to win or lose this election based on a portrait. Like I don't want to do that. Um, I don't know. And then they keep, they, they have many times that you can't say that you won't get elected. I'm like, I, I'm not trying to be like, I'm not, I tell it like it is. Well, not, yeah, no, right. but I'm he's, not he's like that. Shooter. They, people are like, no, you want to get elected. And like you said, it's, it's a, it's a weird thing. Like, do I, do I feel strongly like my platform or whatever, or like my objectives are big enough that I, sh- or like I have feel strongly enough that I need to get elected no matter what so that I can start implementing these ideas. Um, right. or do I want to like be authentic? And then if people like me, they vote for me. If they don't, then they don't. And then, I, then I'm actually representing at least what people want they voted me for right i think i could not i couldn't do it the other way right i couldn't go and get myself elected and then try and put some agenda out there if i get elected i want to be elected for the things that i'm saying while i'm being interviewed and whatnot like they want me and my opinions i don't know that they're all right i know i have wrong opinions on stuff like i know there's stuff i have wrong i haven't figured out yet but like i don't know you know does it make sense like i can't I don't know, but there are people out there I know that are being like that are saying things that they want that they think that they want people to hear so that they will get elected. And right. that to me just is like I can't right. do that. And then you and then you flip the script after yeah. you're elected. I made no such promise. And yeah, and then they're all pissed at you. And I'm like, no, I don't want that either. And then I'm just like, now I've alienated all my my constituents. Oh yeah. I mean, there is no way, right? I I would if I were elected to any position like that I, I mean there's no way i'd get elected because everyone would hate me right off the bat for even suggesting any idea about let's not bring every car in town to the school every morning right I, that yeah. would be they they would pitchforks immediately right meanwhile and so that's it i mean that would sink my election right there so i would have to lie about that i would have to go with i would have to be like yes green things sure electric electric vehicles woo yeah like yeah and then when i got elected start planning the new school building with by the way just eliminate these roads and do this and yeah (laughs) but i'm not doing that because 
even then I'd be on the committee with a whole bunch of people that would vote against it as well. So, oh, I know. Yeah. For my for my agenda yeah. to take effect, I would need to live in a different place. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'd need to spread around a lot of money as bribes. Is what I'm I, saying. Yeah, I I don't. I'd really need to buy some. I don't votes. know if that's true. I don't know. Uh, I yeah, there are parts of that that seem accurate from what I've experienced, but a lot of emotional labor involved there. But you know, you'd put your heart and soul into a into a proposal. Yeah. And they would dismiss it. I have a very clear memory. Okay. I think I've told the story on the show. One of my jobs out of college, not too long out of college, but I was out of college. I was so psyched because they gave me this opportunity to evaluate some vendors for a certain product that I forgot what the, it was some IT thing and they wanted a solution. I said, fantastic, I'll do that. And I, I really researched these vendors. I tested things. I evaluated them on, on some criteria and I got to present it to the board, like the board of the company because they were going to spend a bunch of money on it. And um, and I, I was like, I got to make this a great presentation and I really simplified it and I used like green and yellow and red colors and a big grid. Like after going through some of the overview at the end, I was like, you know, in conclusion, red, green, yellow kind of thing. Obviously, this one's the best <laughs> because of green, 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 right? Here's the one. Yeah. And this is the one I recommend. And one of the guys was just typing on his BlackBerry the whole time. It was in the age of Blackberries. He's just on his BlackBerry. I'm like, this guy sucks. Punch that guy in the face. He kind of picks his head up at the end. He goes, oh, hey. Hey, I, I know. I play golf with the guy who owns that company. We should get them. Oh, yeah, right. He did tell us. It was not the green one. Oh. Not the one that I was recommending. Like, are you for cereal? You're just going to golf your way into this relationship at the company that <laughs> sucks the most? Are you kidding? It, he wasn't kidding. That's yeah, what I did. think uh, that was my follow-up question last time. I was like, what did you end up doing? And yeah, he said, yeah, we went with the golf company. We went with the golf guy. That's it. Oh, man. So there's your politics. Yeah, there's your nepotism. That's not really nepotism, I guess. Lobbyists but, and yeah. your donors. Lobbyists and donors. So um, we take a lot of training courses about that. Stuff. I do. There's a mandatory. So this is another thing, right? There's a mandatory training class you have to get, I guess, because I guess this is a the school board is actually a state board, like because it's elected. Uh, it it reports. I don't really understand how that all works, but there is like a man, mandatory. <laughs> there's a there's a measure in place also in Acton uh, for the town warrant, which I would just I love this is. Um, where they're going to require any elected official to take a uh, DEI course. And I'm like, oh, I love it. Love it. Um, why would I What's need DEI? The diversity, equity, and inclusion. Basically, oh, so you, okay. you know, so you don't act like a racist and you don't, and you don't, and you know that you have, um, micro, um, biases and a bias training. You know, it's basically bias. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not basically bias training, but yeah, all this stuff. And I'm like, <sighs> Anyways, I don't want to get you lead might into have that. To glad but, um, the senator. Where was it going? Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> no, I'm gonna pull a freaking Jordan Peterson and, and refuse to take it. You elected me. You did not elect me to go to stupid training. You elected me because of my stance on things. And I'm not saying DI is bad. I don't not, know how much, but you it's should. like. Anyways, but they. they <laughs> I don't know how much they, you should uh, to elicit his name on your campaign trail. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, no, I'll lean into it if I need to. Uh, just not, you know, easy okay. on the Andrew Tate and then uh, hard on the Jordan Peterson. Um, I, no, no, I know. What? No, that's funny that you mentioned that because someone was talking in a different context. I'm like, oh, you go to AB. It's uh, they're studying like Jordan Peterson in like a sociology class. They were talking about some stuff, and she had no idea who he was. The, the student had no idea who he was. Never like looked him up on YouTube. Never watched any of his stuff. Like. She was completely blown away. And I was like, wait, do you know who he is? And all this stuff. I'm really surprised at this. And she's like, no, I don't know. They're just talking about it was someone of his, you know, maybe his book or whatever. I think they were studying the book, The 12 Rules of Life. And she had no idea about any of the other stuff okay. that he says. Right? But back to wherever I was going. Um, oh, you do have to take a state course, uh, a training course. You have to be like how it works. And it's like a full Saturday. And I'm like, oh, great. So yeah, right. There goes your time again. And right? one of the candidates took it. And she's like, that's what she puts in everything. I'm prepared. I'm prepared for this position because I took the M, the M whatever master training. I'm like, okay. Like, we all have to do that. That's a, like a mandatory thing, but uh, I don't know. People think that's a good thing. I, people, and I guess it is. And it just goes to show me like, I have different viewpoints on what's important. Like, I'm not going to waste my Saturday if I don't get elected. <laughs> Like that seems like a waste to me, but I, I don't know. <laughs> then, then it's like, well, do you really want to like serve the public? Then you should have this anyways. That's not, it's not, it wants not wasted training. And I'm just like, oh man, I don't know. This is, it's, it's a bigger time commitment than I realized uh, in a lot of ways. So I'm managing, I'm managing campaign trail. So what, it, uh, yeah, go. I, I can't ask. Cause I mean, I, you know, if people are listening to this, and thinking about your campaign, you, then if I would ask if you actually want to be elected, but I don't want you to answer because oh, no, I do. You so might say that's, no. it's, I'll, I'll answer you. There are times like I will have a conversation with somebody where I'm like, I go on both spectrums. I'm like, I, because of what you're saying, I really want to be elected and I really want to have input into this process and I really want to engage on this. And I see that there are different, definitely problems that we can work on and solve. And at the same time, I'm like, holy crap, this is a hard thing. And like, Am I going to actually be able to make a difference? Because nothing will frustrate me more than like we have a problem and let's ad- address it and then just can't get anything done, right? And that's that's what government is, right? <laughs> just ineptitude, right? Just sweeping yeah. roadblocks everywhere. Um, no, I'm, I'm being somewhat tongue-in-cheek on that. But I am worried about it. I'm worried about it for sure. But so, yeah, I do want to be elected. Like I'm putting my best effort to get elected and be honest to myself. Um but yeah, there are <laughs> true to your yeah, values. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's nuts. And, and it's, like I said, it's a lot of work. I had a, like a, a meet and greet on Sunday night, right? And then I had to have a, a couple questions, and I had to provide them on Monday night. I worked on for the teachers union, and then I was like, okay, I got a little breather here. And then I get an email this morning from like, oh, the little like newspaper thing. They want a blurb about each candidate. Could you write something up, two hundred words, and provide a picture? And I'm like, oh, gosh, okay. So now I got to that, do that tonight. And then, uh, so it's like a constant. And then everybody wants something from me. Pound of flesh, man. <sighs> Exhausted. And also I had a cup of coffee right before I call and it just kicked in. Oh, cannot. Dude, I'd have been asleep. We, I was literally like falling asleep. Okay. Let's, let's segue back into the homework. Yeah. Okay. Do it. So we, we, while we can't, um, you know, while we want the kids to have their, and I, frankly, I teach, I, I treat, it's really hard to treat kids individually. I my brain can't separate everyone. It's just too much. So as we change 
our behavior towards the older one. I just do the same thing with the younger one. So she's essentially a teenager now. Uh, so they get their alone time in the evenings, but we try to keep some rules. And that is like, he can't, he had everyone. And so we made it a house rule. Everyone has to put their phones downstairs on the charger at night. Okay. The whole house. Good. Yeah. Okay. Good. So he's actually been doing that, which is amazing. But of course he still has the computer in his room and he just stays up. Like he's just staying, he's probably still up talking to his oh. friends. Um, so as a result, but I did make some exceptions and you're allowed to have your Kindle. Uh, oh, all right. Most of us, most of us have Kindles. So I started reading Kindle books at night, which is kind of nice. Okay. Okay. I'm getting a little bored with this book. Uh, I'm trying to pre- push through it. And which one? The, uh, it's, it's something I just got it off Libby because oh, that's not the know, Andy Weir one books from. No, it's um, something written by Dolly Parton, <laughs> which was weird. But and another author. weapons of mass distraction. Oh, no, <laughs> that's what she up. calls her boobs. Oh, okay. Wep- mass distraction. Yeah, weapons of mass distraction. Like yeah. Hunger lies. Oh, I hope she's not listening to those books again. No, she's not. Okay. It's called <laughs> Run, Rose, Run by Dolly Parton and James Patterson. Oh, okay. James Patterson. All right. Yeah. And mostly I just kind of, what I do is I just go into Libby, which is where you can borrow <laughs> That's books. That's a weird and mix. That's like a... It's a weird Oracle mix. Walmart buying. And I didn't, I, I, <laughs> frankly, I didn't notice the Dolly Parton part. I just kind of saw, I think I saw James Patterson right in the middle. <laughs> And so far, it's been mm, a bit exhausting. So, does she write? Does we'll it take see. part life in the South? Does she write like from a Nashville oh, yeah. singer? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. There it is. That's fine. Yeah, you guessed the whole plot right okay. there. That is it. <laughs> it's all about. So far, there's like you know, there's the essentially she's in it, but that's not her oh, name. Yeah. Some there's a superstar Nashville singer in a big Darden. giant mansion who's. <laughs> Yeah, meeting some up-and-coming singer who literally lives under a bush, but, you know, went to Nashville to become a star and doesn't eat. Okay, I think we've got our title uh, and we have our prompt for the Dolly. Nashville's Polly, Polly Darton. Polly Darton. <laughs> it is, I don't know. It's. I mean, it's nice because I fall asleep reading, and that's nice. Uh. But... That was the point of my story. <laughs> so, and he's reading again. And then it, what's good is he gets kind of addicted to reading. So now he's like carrying the, the book around and whatever. I don't know what he's reading. Uh, well, I could probably guess based on the books that are borrowed. He's probably reading. Uh, This is a weird one. Mm-hmm. Final Approach. Hmm. I don't know where he would have gotten that from. John J. Nance. Looks like a book about airplanes. That doesn't sound like what he'd be reading. Why not? Either that or he's reading Falling Up by Shel Silverstein. Oh, but up. that's probably my daughter reading yeah, that one. Probably. Yeah, because she borrowed Where the Sidewalk Ends yeah. and Falling Up. Nashville's Polly Darton looking good. Creepy face. <laughs> you making you making the dolly? <laughs> so this other one, I wonder if I borrowed this book and forgot. This book, this final approach book. You know what I can't do in Libby is like click on the book and see details, which is really weird. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't do Libby. I'm too. Uh, it's that's where I spend my money. I, I, don't, I still buy Audible credits and whatnot. Oh, I still have Audible. Uh, 
Yeah, I still subscribe to Audible because I'm, I'm grandfathered into that $20 a yeah, month plan. This is amazing. This is... <laughs> Love me some for for decades. I'm gonna have to start buying credits. I tried to sign up for that other one. I couldn't figure it out. I had to like you have to like pay for it. I think how many books? How many books you got now? Me? Oh, on Audible? No, I tried to sign up for. Um... Dude, I haven't listened to them all though. That's the problem. Um, I just got new credits too. I have 24 new credits. 20? What do you mean? Are you get them all at once? Yeah, I buy them yearly. It's way cheaper, dude. Way cheaper. And then when you get like two uh... two for three or whatever. I always get three books for two credits, and those I always take advantage. Yeah, I get those too. But what do you mean you buy them yearly? How do you know? How do you know how many books you have in your library? Well, it says it on your phone. Oh, really? But does it say it in the web browser? Up from I got books. Because... I got, like I know I've never listened to this. Up from Slavery by Booker T. Washington. I have. Oh, Project Hail Mary. No, I listen to all of them when I get There's them. There's Silent Spring. But I get... I have 498 titles. How do you find that out? Oh, I have 681. Uh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's bigger than yours. To... yours my, I but mean, I, my, <laughs> I listen to the same ones over and over a yeah, lot. I don't do a lot of that. Um, I, You know what I've bumped into recently, though? A lot of like free ones. And I don't know why that is, but... Uh, specifically, specifically like, oh, you know what? I just bought like 10 too. Cause I, I, they had like a three for two thing going and I think I bought like nine books. Really? Yeah. I think it was three last month two. because okay. I had three credits left and they were going to expire at the end of the year and they were having a three for two. And I, so I bought a whole bunch and I've, oh, that was the thing. So- I've gotten a whole bunch of free ones. Like I said, like for whatever reason, a lot of books that I bump into at church, I go into Audible and I'm like, I'll only wish list this because maybe I'll listen to it and then it's free and I'm just like, okay, take. And uh, I've the Princess and the Goblin is not one, of, I but it was recommended by somebody who, um, uh-huh. like, if you like Lord of the Rings, like it's a predecessor to that, like not by the author, but like uh, Tolkien was inspired by this this author, George MacDonald. And so that's an example. So I go in there. And I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll wish list this. And maybe when I, you know, when the two for ones come up through, because it tells you if it was in your wish list. And then it's like free. And I'm like, okay, got. So there's like one, two, three, four, five. There's like six books in this top, like 10 books here that I know were, were like that. Oh, yeah. I have like a whole big library of books right now. Thing is, I got into too many podcasts. I've been listening to more podcasts. Like about education and stuff. Yeah. So I've switched. I've yeah. I've switched back to podcasts recently. Yeah. And now I've been running and listening to podcasts, which was unusual because I used to listen to music a lot. Yeah. And I haven't and, been running uh, or doing any walking or anything, so I have um, not been listening <laughs> to any books. Like I don't get through my podcasts even. So backlog. <laughs> Anyways, we have a little bit of time. Let's get into. The, I'm going to read this mail since we haven't got one. And I no, we don't. What? We're way over. No, we're not. We got like, ten minutes. I mean, we we have like five minutes. It's perfect. Got an email from Jasper. Hey, guys. I just started listening to episode 375, recorded January 17th, released March 15th. I'm definitely still listening since the very first episode almost a full decade ago, which is wild, by the way. And you're still one of the favorite podcasts. I don't even understand. Like, we've pivoted so hard, but I think that people just got invested in. And thank you. Um, As I mentioned before, you two are super relatable and listening to chat is enjoyable. 
you would think that talking about AI image generators on an audio only format wouldn't be great podcast content, but I laugh so hard. Your podcast is such a good break from your other tech or news heavy podcasts. And now I always bump your shows to the top of my listening queue. If you do decide to hang it up, then please know that while I'll be bummed, I also totally understand. I do appreciate the effort you put into making the show and for putting yourselves out there. Thank you for sharing your journey of fatherhood to us, to us anons. Uh, as creepy or pathetic as this may sound, I feel like you guys are my friends. I'm getting sad just thinking about missing out on hearing you commiserate about prepping the kids for college. So if you're going to wind things down, then please bring back Chris for one last episode and I'll still be down with a meetup. Peace. <laughs> We're not quitting. Um, you won't know this for another like, I don't know. We'll try and get these things. <laughs> Seven, <laughs> <laughs> 12 weeks. Yeah. And he says, I just talked uh, with Chris today. Oh, did you really? How's he doing? Well, I messaged him to tell him that I bought a new bike. Oh. <laughs> Because he has the same one. Oh, he does. That's funny. Yeah. And he says, if the podcast edit, P.S. If the podcast editing is taking a toll, he would ship in to help pay for outsourced podcast editor producer. Patreon support for podcasts might have abysmally low contribution rates, but maybe your fans will surprise you. See, this is the thing, right? I even mentioned this earlier. I mean, just just pay me. Yeah, just pay. People want to give us give us money for a podcast. It's such a weird thing. All right, slap the Patreon out. We have to set up a. Well, you know what? I did create a Google site, and it wasn't the worst. Um. Int- no, we don't need a site. Just stick it right on the Spotify page. Yeah, uh, yeah the Spotify thing. That's different than the web's web, whatever it was, used to be. Mm, yeah. What's it called again? What's it, uh, what the heck was it? Mm, Not Squarespace, but... Oh, man. No, no, I don't care about that. What's the Spotify podcast thing called? It's, oh, uh, Anchor FM, that thing. Anchor... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, we could make this page a little better. Anyways, PPS, the fan emails might be a trickle since the show is a couple months behind. It's hard to interact unless it's close to real time. Plus, you already do a great job with your conversations without us fans butting in. So it's April 4th. Let's get caught up by the end of April. We have a week off, I know, because of week. So we might need to record yeah, right. on April 26th or something because we have the spring break. Wait, there's a balance in here with money. Wait, or what? Something. It's weird. Uh, it's zero, but there's oh. something to do with in Spotify. There's something about maybe it's money we owe them. <laughs> that would be great. Do we owe them somehow for freely hosting our <laughs> podcast? Somehow we've worked ourselves into owing them. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Perfect. No, can't be. Audience size. I don't know, man. Well, we could throw a Patreon up here. Sure. <sighs> That's just going to be should have done that like See, 300 episodes ago. But then we owe that. Like, to me, Jasper, yeah, thank you. you very much for writing in. Like, I appreciate you. And so what I'm about to say is going to sound like a complete jerk. But, like, no, I don't want to. Can I give a real world example of why it makes yeah. sense? Go ahead. All right. And it's fun to talk about. So I think we discussed in the fall quite often the soccer camera situation. And oh. I probably said on the last episode that I was buying the new fancy automatic soccer camera. Yeah. Well, I bought the new fancy automatic soccer camera, okay. and it, it's it's a lot of money, and I'm super psyched for it to arrive, right? And I told the other, I'm going to film like every game ever, and some of the other coaches like, oh, we can get people to chip in money and whatever, and I was just kind of like, no. I looked at him straight in the face, was like, no, don't chip in any money. I don't, I don't want your money. They're like, well, why not? Because we just want to help a little bit. You you spend so much money. Because if you give me. 10 bucks, yeah. 20 bucks, 30 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks. If parents start sending me money for this, then I'm going to feel obligated yeah. that I 
have to show up more, do it more, do this better, do this, do that. I'm going to do it the way I want, when I want, how I want. You're going to get it all me, right? You're going to get my editing, my style, my commentary. (laughs) I will give you access to it. You can watch the game, but if I don't give it to you, that's that, right? If I don't show up to film, no complaining. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because they didn't pay me. Yeah, that's the other reason I don't want to take money because I don't want to feel like I owe anybody anything if I win this election. I don't. Somebody like, hey, I donated you. I'm like, dude, what? There's literally a button in Anchor that says money at the top of the page, and then you can click a button that says activate listener support. Done. Did you just do it? Except money recurring. I did. I just said activate. Uh, get oh, okay. paid by Spotify podcasters. Fill out details. There, I just turned it off. Okay. There we go. Perfect. I didn't. No, I turned I it didn't. on. All right. Add my phone number. Oh, we can host ads. Oh, no. No, let's not do ads on the show. I hate that. Sending a code. Wait, where are you going? Oh, the ads would be fun to read. I'm I'm turning on, not the ads. I'm turning on the let them send us money stuff. Wait, you aren't we on the same thing? Because it doesn't say show that it's activated on... On my view, uh, I don't know. We can probably end the show here because people don't need to hear this. Maybe we'll have active. Maybe we'll have a uh, support. They do. We, we yeah. have support. As soon as you see a button that says "Send us money," send money. Start sending us money. <laughs> what are we gonna do, man? <laughs> then we're gonna. Oh gosh, see, I don't. I don't like it. I don't like to owe anybody anything. It's a thing I have. Like never owe anybody anything. Yeah. Now we do have it's to. For, okay, it's for the three hundred. Yeah, we already did it though. It's for the 380 episodes we already and did. We, and we have paid money to host the. Well, we have. Randy has paid money to host the website so yeah. there's a little bit of outlay we have a monthly cost to have a a url i guess right so oh i, oh, I like it i see the images on the shows now you i like this yeah i just went to the main <laughs> you did, yeah you see the dolly images <laughs> the dolly images are great <laughs> right but now wait i probably owe dolly money right are they are they trademarked i don't think they can be because they're like generated and they're generated based off of other artists so i think that there's like rules around that so cue the music thank you for listening to our show we'd love to hear from you email us at dads at dads being dads.com we're on facebook too forward slash dads being dads podcast all four words all jammed together or search dads being dads podcast you can find us throw us a like and some comments and of course itunes send us a review and some sweet sweet stars twitter too but uh, we'll have to get back on that but you can find us